Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. All right, and we're brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Glad you're with us on a huge day. The trade deadline has less than two hours to go. There are rumors of a James Wiseman deal. The Warriors reportedly in conversations with the Detroit Pistons. Sadiq Bey is a name that has come up. Uh, maybe Nerlens Noel Is Moody involved in this as well? Um, these are the discussions. Reportedly nothing imminent. Um, however, that's always funny to me. Nothing imminent, but, you know, you've got an hour and 57 minutes. Right. So if it's going to happen, it better be kind of imminent. Um, <laughs> but that's where we're at. Also, current NBA title odds. Based on deals that have gone down this week, Kyrie to Dallas, Kevin Durant is now a member of the Phoenix Suns. The Boston Celtics remain the favorite at this hour at plus 280. That's actually pretty far clear of the second favorite, which remains the Milwaukee Bucks at 420. The Phoenix Suns are now next, and apparently that makes them Western Conference favorites at plus 460. Then you go all the way down to Denver at plus 700. That's the current top four. What about the defending champs, Mark? I'm not hearing the defending mm. champion Golden State Warriors uh, mm. on whom Guru has staked quite a bit of Skrilla versus Matt Steinmetz in their side bet. Playoff. Golden State I, Warriors don't have to go far. They're at the seventh position right now in terms of favorites to win Plus it all. Plus 1,000? Plus 1,500. Jeez. 15 but, to 1. But that's not far behind the Clippers at plus 1,300 and the Sixers at plus 1,400. Those are the only, those are the six teams Celtics, Suns, Bucks, Nuggets, Sixers, Clippers that are ahead of the Warriors in the odds. The Grizzlies and Mavs are behind them. Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I was just going to ask you where the oh, Grizz and, were. And uh, so are the uh, Sacramento Kings. I just wanted to put that out there. What can so, I get for a price if I want to light the beam? Uh, plus, LTB. Plus 10,000. 100 to 1. Yeah. Well, Man. They're not winning a championship. No, but I, I, I thought you know? that they would have gotten a little bit more love from the odds yeah. makers, considering they are third right now in the West. You know what's wild? This is up to the Mount Minnesota even, hockey I am, team. I don't know how the hell Thank this you. is even. The, the Sacramento Kings right now, this is up to the minute, have the same odds on FanDuel as the Brooklyn Nets to win it all. Well, Brooklyn's reloading. Well. For 2027. <laughs> 2030. Yeah, some of those some of those picks are coming in at 2029. Um, but anyway, those are your title odds right now, um, and we're asking you: uh, Is today the day? 
The next two hours, are these the hours where the Warriors move on from James Wiseman? Are you thumbs up or are you thumbs down? We I should am- probably put a poll out on Twitter and maybe uh, timestamp it for the next 90 minutes sure. because I'm seeing on the YouTube feed a lot of he's got to go and then there's no chance to trade Wiseman. I wonder where Warriors fans are, Dub Nation, where do you reside in terms of do you or don't you? Because it really feels almost like a 50-50 split between the people who think, oh my God, you can't trade him. We haven't really seen enough. Steve Kerr has been keeping him down. They haven't given him a chance. And the other side is they've told you all they need to tell you about whether or not he's going to be any good. Trade him now and salvage this chance at a chip. We're all entitled to our own opinion, obviously. However, we yeah, as Americans, obviously. Thank you. However, one thing I love to do in these situations is. Let the team tell you what they think, right? We've done this with the 49er quarterback position now for five years, right? Well, they're telling you what they think about Trey Lance by running him up the middle. All right, you probably have a point. You probably have a point. Guess what? The Warriors are telling you what they think of James Wiseman. And I feel like a lot of you aren't listening. See, this oh, is where it's interesting James, to me. James Wiseman, he gets right he's 7-1, and he gets his... They won't put him... In the game. And he is totally healthy. Steph Curry does not want him in the on game. On the floor. Draymond Green does not want him in the game. He stinks. They're telling you what they think of James Wiseman. So you can tell us what you think of James Wiseman. But the Warriors are super qualified. This is what's interesting, you, though, Mark. You can't because play. You say they are telling you what they think of James Wiseman. And the they to whom you're referring are the coaches and the veterans who don't seem to really be tolerant of young, inexperienced, rookie-ish players. But the they also includes your various Lakeubs and your various other power brokers in the organization. So when when we talk about they, are we talking about the they over here or the they over there. Do you know what, though? We actually don't even know how that's evolved. I mean, Joe Lacob was a huge James Wiseman supporter. We heard that for years. I haven't heard that this year. I think it's it's one thing to be a Wiseman supporter at the end of last year where you felt like, look, we really, from a health standpoint, have not had an opportunity to see this guy play. And we started this year, and people forget this, we started this year thinking that James Wiseman was going to be a huge piece. And then he went out there and was like the worst defensive player in the whole league and got sent to Santa Cruz. And then he got sent back up and he just sits there. He sits there and he gets sent in sometimes when the game doesn't matter or if a game is out of hand. So I just... I, I don't know if Joe Lacob still loves James Wiseman. We'll find out in an know. hour and 51 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's no deal out there for James Wiseman. Or the other piece of it is maybe the front office or the ownership still believes. Shout out Brenda K-Star. I still believe. And if they still believe in James Wiseman, then ultimately the owner is the one who has the, the final stamp of approval or sure. the veto power and all this. Uh, Sam and Sonoma is next up here on Willard and Dibs. Hi, Sam. What are you doing? Uh, hey, Mark. 
Hey, I'm, I'm totally with you on, uh, well, first of all, uh, I, I think you got to move Wiseman. I think you package him with Poole, but here's the elephant in the room for me. I think you throw Poole in that deal, and you get yourself a quality wingman who can play some defense. Now, I agree with Mark earlier uh, about, about Poole. Uh, he can't play defense. Uh, he's not a good decision maker. He's out of control a lot out there. He is not your main guy going forward. Uh, and I think uh, uh, this is a good time to unload his salary. Get him out of town, man. That's what I got to say. Thank you for that. It's uh, interesting about the Jordan Poole piece of this because even if you were able to trade him, and I'm not sure if you are based on his extension. I think you are. But salary-wise, he's not going to command a big ticket Correct. back because he's only making, well, like, what, $4 million right now? Here's the other thing. If you were going to trade Poole, you needed to have that be in the conversation with one of the big boys that was going to be on the move, and the big boys are now already landed. So now you're not going to trade Poole because... If you're going to trade Poole and Wiseman, you know, like, gosh, are you going to talk about Kaminga as well? Now we're talking about a high-level deal. You're getting a star for that, and what star is out there? So, right. But conceptually, so I don't think this is a today conversation. I think the conversation, Sam, that you just brought up is a conversation for this offseason. That's what I think. Jordan Poole... Uh, and Tim K said this earlier today. Jordan Poole and Draymond Green are probably not both going to be on this roster next year. Probably not. So if one of them is going to be on the move, how are you handling that? Draymond might opt out. He might move himself. But we don't know. Jordan Poole, to me, I feel like the punch, the mouthpiece throw, everything that we're watching is a clue. And it's a clue that, not that the locker room is fractured. I don't believe that. That's overstating it. I think that the guys like Jordan Poole. I think that they're fans of Jordan Poole. I think he also drives them up a wall. That's what I think. I think he drives them nuts sometimes with his swagger and poor decision-making. And so uh, these guys, these older guys, believe they can still win a championship if other pieces were put around them. The current pieces that are around them are not enough, and that's your chasm. The older guys are sitting there going, we need different guys. Yeah. And the organization's like, but these are our future guys. Go figure it out. And the bottom line is, they haven't. They haven't figured it out. Well, I don't know if there is anything that you can figure out. Because well, Jonathan Kaminga, let's take him off the board. Because what he's done this year in terms of development, he's showing you that he is closer to being ready to play with this core. And I'll put last night aside, because if you watch Jonathan Kaminga in that first half, there was at least two, if not three plays where he flashed open and they whipped him the ball and he was unable to catch it. He dropped the ball. There was one time he cut too soon and Draymond turned it over. Jonathan Kaminga's not there yet, but he's showing you that he's closer yeah. than Moses Moody, who has regressed, and James Wiseman, who simply can't make it on the court. So to me, it's about Moody and Wiseman. And if you look at those two players, Wiseman is more tantalizing, I think, to another team. And Moses Moody, to me, is the most puzzling of the three because last year... It seemed like he was on the cusp totally. of being like Kaminga, being very playable, being in the rotation, and now, for whatever reason, he's fallen out of favor. He's way below what I thought was his floor. 
That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that anybody ever looked at Moses Moody and went, "This is going to be a star." Nobody said that. But when you saw what we saw in the playoffs last year, Damian Lee goes out there. He can't play. They're like, "All right, let's try Moody." He was hitting big shots. He looked comfortable in big moments, and that was really exciting for a player that young. And then whatever it was that happened in the off season, it has spilled into this season, and he is just completely off the board in terms of options. So yeah, I'm with you. Like. I don't necessarily know what they're getting back. I know what these reports are. Sadiq Bey, we'll see. But if you give up Wiseman and Moody, listen, if you're a fan of the Warriors right now, let's go back to that conversation we had yesterday. Let's do now, okay? And if you care at all about now, what exactly is it that you're giving up in James Wiseman and Moses Moody? I'll answer for you. Nothing. Zero. Right. You're giving up nothing. Now, are you giving up something that could hurt down the road? I guess. Sure sure feels less likely by the day. But even that, I've never known sports fans to not always want to mortgage the future for the now. If you feel like there's an opportunity. I think those of you who don't want to trade James Wiseman, you don't think that the Warriors are contenders this year. And whether that's because of the way they're playing or because Kevin Durant is now in the Suns or whatever it is, if you don't want to trade James Wiseman, you're saying, you're, I mean, you're valuing an idea two years from now over the remainder of Steph Curry's career here. I think there's another piece to that, and I don't necessarily think you're wrong in that thinking, but what I'm seeing from fans who don't want to trade James Wiseman, they're blaming Steve Kerr for not playing him. These people who don't want to trade James Wiseman are saying he's ready now to play at least some. And it's Steve Kerr in his coaching staff's fault that James Wiseman's not playing. So it's not so much that, yeah, we think that James Wiseman in a year or two or three could be great. It's why aren't you playing him now? And why is his coaching staff not developing the young players? You don't look at Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, by the way, has developed under the same coaching staff. And Jonathan Kaminga has developed under the same coaching staff. James Wiseman and Moses Moody have not developed under the same coaching staff. So for me, it's hard to look at Steve Kerr and say, you can't develop young players. Well, Jordan Poole and Kaminga have both developed. And Kevon Looney, by the way, has developed as a young player. So what I'm seeing people being critical about why they shouldn't trade James Wiseman, they're blaming Steve Kerr for not playing him right now. Which to me is an odd, odd thing to question. Like, here's my why question. Why you ask why so much? Like, because oh, we're all about the why. Well, but you know I'm team why. But there's a reason. I'm not saying don't ever ask why. I'm saying we're asking it too much. Let me give you a comp. Um, you like the way Brandon Ayuk looked this year? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe did, did Kyle Shanahan push a button at the beginning of last year that made us ask why, and we didn't know the answer, and we didn't like the answers that we were getting even at the time. And by the way, Brandon Ayuk didn't like the answers he was getting at the time when he was in the doghouse. And then his personal coach T.J. Hushmanzada came on this show and talked out about it's how you react to these moments that's really going to shape the rest of your career. And what did Ayuk do? Damn it, if he didn't react and become an even better player. And so didn't Kyle Shanahan have a point, even though to this day, we still don't really know the full answer as to why. 
Like, sometimes I feel like we sit here and look at these teams and think that they want to lose. Steve Kerr is not like, you know what, I I should be playing James Wiseman, <laughs> but it'd be really funny if I just exactly. mess with everybody and I don't. There's a reason. I'm going to just, I'm gonna, I'm not saying they're perfect and they don't make mistakes, but if all the veterans and coaches on the floor are like, he can't play, right. that's your answer. Why? But why can't, can't he play? play? And that, that to me... he's not good. Well, and again, Mark, if we can go a little bit deeper, and I'm going to take you from the shallow end, I'm going to put some water wings on you, and I'm going to help you into the deep end here. Oh, boy. Because, you know, this is what I like to do. Uh-huh. I'm a noted sports talk swimmer. So we know that the why he isn't playing, the, the shallow end answer is because he's not good enough. But the deep end answer is... And we ask, why isn't he good enough? Is it because he doesn't work hard? Is it because he doesn't have the capability to learn the system? Is it because that the way he likes to play doesn't fit the system? Is it all the above? And I think we're going to get more of an answer on that before 12 o'clock today. But- because if it's because... He hasn't gotten better. He doesn't work at it. He can't understand it, and he doesn't play this way. Then you trade him, right? But but I guess in the end, isn't the answer for the Warriors the same? If the answer is any one of those that you threw out there, they all lead to the same spot, which is get him out of here. Like in a way, and I don't mean this to be flippant, but I've sort of like, well, you threw out. Is it A? Is it B? Or is it C? What if I said D? Who cares? They all lead to the same point, right. which is that you don't deserve to be on the floor. You, you, you can't play the way we thought you could play or the way we hoped you could play. The only answer anyone could come to where if you want to blame Steve Kerr and the Warriors is to say that you've developed Wiseman incorrectly. And he is a great player, but it's your fault that he's not better. And I think that's odd. That's an odd point to have. I, I, like the Warriors are the Warriors. Is your point today, and I don't mean you, Dips, Right. Is your point today that the Warriors don't know what they're doing? Is that what you're bringing to the party after 10 years and four championships? Exactly. That the Warriors are stupid? Steve Kerr doesn't know what he's doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to develop talent. Fire Kerr right now. I don't know. I mean, like, right? There is that that opinion that's out there. It doesn't work. Whatever, Whatever the reason is for Wiseman, he can't play. Right. He can't play. In, in Steve's opinion. And I would take Steve's opinion and over Steph's, the opinion. And Steph's. And Draymond's. And Clay. And Clay's. Sure. No, I'm with you, Mark. And I'm totally and of the same mindset. when he does go out there. Well, and this is where it becomes an interesting conversation. Because let's say that he gets traded to Detroit before noon today. And Sadiq Bey comes back. And I would love to see Nerlens Noel as a big. And whatever that trade looks like, James Wiseman is only a warrior for another hour and 39 minutes. He goes to Detroit, and he immediately averages 18 and 9 for the Pistons. All the people who have said, don't trade James Wiseman, will be able to say, see, see, Steve Kerr didn't know how to develop him. Or he goes to Detroit, and he averages 8 and 4 and a bunch of DNPs, and all the people who said trade James Wiseman will say, see, right, he was a bust. Even if he turns into something somewhere else, how many Warriors fans have called us over the last two years and been like, don't you owe it to Steph Curry? Don't, don't you? Don't you owe it? To the to, core. Don't you owe it to these guys to give them everything they possibly can to squeeze every bit of this orange even if you got to give something up. The, the, the point shouldn't be, is James Wiseman ever going to be good? The point is, is there any chance he's good now? 
And that's a clear no. Yeah. It's a clear... And so if he's not, and you can get something for him that is, I think you got to do that. I'm with you, Mark. I'm totally with you, 100%. And the question is... What can you get, and can it be enough to help you to where you can keep up with the Joneses? Because the Joneses right now are Dallas, who added Kyrie. And the Joneses are the Lakers, who added D'Angelo Russell. And the Joneses are whatever, Mark. I know, but it's it's also just because he was drafted there. Like, there were so many people in L.A. Maybe they could sign Swaggy P, too, get the band back together. They hated D'Angelo Russell. When I saw that yesterday, I'm like, they're reacquiring D'Angelo. Oh, yeah. You hated him years ago. And by the way, the Joneses are obviously Phoenix, who have acquired (laughs) Kevin Durant. So if you look across the West from yesterday at this time to today at this time, there are teams who have gotten better. Even Utah, who added Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Don't laugh at me. No, it's just so funny Uh, when you bring up Westbrook. How much did the Lakers hate Westbrook that they traded him for their own bust? It's amazing. Like that deal yesterday. (laughs) You you reacquired your own bust. That's how much you hate Russell Westbrook. And I get it. I get it. Yeah. He's been bad. No, it speaks to it. But, I mean, all these teams in the West are making trades. Hell, Portland made a trade and pulled a guy out of the layup line (laughs) in order to add Cam Reddish. So. Warriors. They got Tybal also. They yeah. got him about 40 minutes ago. Bob Myers, yeah. you got an hour and 37. Everyone around you is making moves. What you going to do, Golden State? Uh, let's go to Coach in Vallejo here with Willard and Dibbs. Hey, Coach, what are you doing? Hey, Willard and Dibbs. Listening to you guys, of course. You're, you're my favorite host. And um, I just want to add that um, I'm resolved to think that the Warriors cannot win as is. Okay. So with that said, uh, if they don't make a move, I think the move would be to start Wiseman at center, even if he only plays five or ten minutes. Because what that will do, A, you'll see what kind of player you have. I'll give him the last 20 games. Let him start at center. B, he's a low-post scoring threat that Looney does not present. C, he's tall, and the Warriors need height. (laughs) So with that said, Give him the last 25 games. Let him start at center. Let him see what he can do. Plus, being that he's a low post-scoring threat, he's going to open it up for Steph and, and Clay to get some shots up. I would give him the last 25 games. Yeah. Because if they don't make a move, they are not going to do anything if they make the playoffs. So, Coach, you, thing, you, yeah, you have a few points, but, but there's a, there are a lot of holes in them. Let me, and, and let me explain what I mean by that. First of all, you're talking about the things he would do on the floor to open up shots for Stephen Clay. Stephen Clay very much already feel like that's not true. What James Wiseman actually does when he's on the floor is allow the other team to score. That's what the data will tell you based on when James Wiseman plays. It causes all kinds of problems. Now, the idea that the Warriors can't win it right now, you might be right. You might be right but here's the problem though i would love i'd pay money to be in the room to hear you coach make the point you just made directly to steph curry's face because you essentially just asked the big three to tank the rest of the year in their mid-30s i mean they would be they they'd laugh you out of the room they'd be offended at the idea oh well you're not going to win anyway this year so let's just see wiseman 
I, it, it, like that would that's honestly that's the point that I think Steph Curry and the others have been railing against all year long. And I think you even get a little bit of a taste of that when it comes to Jordan Poole in terms of the way he goes about playing. And again, it's always going to be old man yells at cloud. There's always going to be that sense of it. And Jordan Poole is so explosive. He's so incendiary that you have to tolerate some of his decision-making, some of his lapses in judgment, because he is such a force offensively. James Wiseman's not that player. And by the way, at his size, if he really was a difference-maker, forget the ability to make defensive lapses and the rest. He'd be a shot blocker. He'd be a rebounding force. And these are things that he hasn't done. Um, all right. There uh, there are more rumors coming down right now. Nothing is done but more rumors. Uh, we'll pass those along to you in a moment. This is the place to be. Hour 34 to go in the trade deadline. Is Wiseman staying or going? What other surprises are out there? We're taking your calls on all of it. You want Wiseman here or not? 888-957-9570. It's all sponsored by Lucky California. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> This is James Wiseman. And now back to Willard and Dibs. <laughs> it sounds like I better play this now. Might as well. Play this now. <laughs> hey, it's Moses Moody with the Golden State Warriors. Oh, and now back soon. to Willard and Dibs. Oh, man. Moody. It is Ryan Rollins with the Golden State Warriors. Man. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, get better soon. Um, Hi, this is James Wiseman. Don't miss me in Detroit <laughs> as we host Cleveland right. March 9th. I'm guessing. He uh, turned into Mark Jackson for a second. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Hand down, man down. James is like, Mama, there went that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Man, I'm, I'm on my way to Detroit. Um, we'll see. Uh, if you're just joining us, no, James Wiseman is not on the Pistons. Dot, 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 yet. Uh, there's smoke. Is there fire? We're running out of time. 
One hour, 26 minutes to go, but multiple reports have said that the Warriors and Detroit Pistons are in some conversations. The name Sadiq Bay has been thrown around. Warriors increasing their openness to trading James Wiseman. Um, our buddy Jason Dumas also putting Moses Moody out there, saying that the Warriors have been shopping Moses Moody, but... Uh, so far, in league circles, the thought was that the asking price is too high, though there is interest. I think that's one thing that sometimes as a fan of a team, you don't really have a good sense of, which is what does the league think about your players? And we've mentioned over the last couple of months that we're like, man, who would want Wiseman and Moody after all this? And I'm thinking lots of teams, actually, because neither one of them has done anything to take them out of the league. They're just not ready to play championship-level basketball for a team that, that, that has those aspirations and, and is coming off of a, of a championship. They don't blend there, and maybe they don't work anywhere. I have no idea, but you know how teams work. Teams are always like, oof, it didn't work there, but I wonder if we could get something out of him. Um, our system, our coaching. This guy was the number two pick in the draft three years ago and has only played 60 games. So just the intrigue alone, you know, it's no different than the, the, the talks we've had about Trey Lance. Would people be interested in Trey Lance? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just based on their draft profile from a couple years ago. And I think when you look at James Wiseman over Moses Moody in terms of the what-if intrigue of... The potential to acquire him. James Wiseman has something that very few players have in this league. He's seven foot one and he is a skilled offensive player to a certain extent. And you can't help but wonder, considering how old he is, he's 21 years old. He hasn't done anything in this league. He's only played 60 games. So he really is kind of a mound of clay. So if you're a team that feels like they can develop a young player, you got a guy who's 7-1 who can shoot the three. He can score in a number of different ways, and maybe you can coach him up to be a something in this league. So he's a lot more tantalizing to me than Moses Moody, who, and Moses Moody, I think, is a good player, better yeah. defender, but he's just another six foot six guy, right, in the yeah. league. He's a role player, um, and, and, and that can be important, right? I mean... Look through the history of the Warriors and talk about the role players. It can be a big deal, um, but uh, but certainly not a star. NBA trade deadline today at noon, and we got you covered all the way. Latest news leading up to it. We're following it. We're talking about it. We're taking your calls. Trade deadline coverage is brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. All right, back to you. Robert in San Jose, you're on with Willard and Dibbs. Hey, Robert, what are you doing? Uh, pretty good, just working. Uh, I was calling to ask you, do you think that since Wiseman possibly is a Laker pick, whether it's Joe or Kirk, if this scenario comes true and he goes to Detroit or wherever and becomes Jermaine O'Neal and averages 18 and 10, do they look at Steve Kerr a little differently and start to question Steve Kerr and what's going on with him and now, I don't think it's not only some fans that are going to be blaming Steaker. Do you think the Lakeups might be looking at Steaker and blaming him for not developing Wiseman or Moody? Depends on how fast he becomes 18 yeah. and 10. If he like wakes up tomorrow morning as a fill-in-the-blank 
and he starts going 18 and 10 and that team's winning games, we have a different conversation. If it's 2026 and he finally becomes that player, and by the way, Jermaine O'Neal played 200 games in Portland before he even started to become Jermaine O'Neal. The other so, thing is, I also think sometimes we're, we're, Steve Kerr's the leader, so we pointed him. Steve Kerr is not in charge of developing players by himself for the Golden State Warriors. He's also not the only decision maker. So, uh, Kirk Lacob and Joe Lacob, I know they don't want to over medal, but they have a voice in the room as far as how uh, a team is going about using an asset. And, and, and if they absolutely demanded that he would be on the floor, he, he would be on the floor. Here's something else that Steve Kerr has done through his years. He gives his players a voice. Um, remember in the playoffs last year when it was like, okay, what are we doing with this fifth starting spot? And the players are the ones that went to Steve and get, went, it's got to be Looney. It's got to be Looney. And it was, and it clicked things a little bit. The Warriors won a ring. So he's going to give those players a voice. So I don't know this, but I'm certainly making the assumption that this is a conversation that Kerr has had with Curry and Draymond and Clay and his assistant coaches and his scouts and all of that. And so he's not coming to the decision on his own to bench James Wiseman. I don't think the veterans want him out there either. Right. And the thing that's really surprising to me and that maybe that's most telling is that he's not out there at all. It's one thing for him to not be out there in crunch time as a starter in high leverage minutes, or even when Steph, Clay, and Dre are on the floor. But right now, you don't have Steph because he's out due to injury, and you had a game against Oklahoma City the other night where it wasn't until that game was really well in hand that Wiseman got a throw-you-a-frickin'-bone-babe-five <laughs> minutes of action. Last night, in a game you only played nine players, that would have been a time where if James Wiseman was at least threatening to be in the rotation... He would have gotten 10 minutes. He would have gotten an early five. Right. Kavon Looney had two fouls in the first 90 seconds of that game. And yet, James Wiseman didn't peel off the warm-up and get in there and, and play in those minutes. It was Jermichael Green got 11 minutes off the bench. Wiseman was a DNP. Like, Steph Curry is not retiring tomorrow. If he thought James Wiseman could help him in a year or two, don't you think Steph would be like, yeah, let's... Let, let, let's not overdo it, but let's let's get James some minutes when it helps. They're literally, like you just said, they want no minutes. Um, okay, the latest from Yahoo Sports' Jake Fisher is that the Warriors have also been in trade discussions regarding James Wiseman with both the Portland Blazers and the San Antonio Spurs. We are left to guess in terms of who they would want. Um, yeah, Kyle, what's up? So this is not like source. This is not a report. I want to make sure that's very clear. Okay. But somebody to that, no one. Uh, but Danny <laughs> Morang, who is a Blazers writer, and I think he does some radio in Portland, said that the GP2 back to Golden State thing has been floating around up there for a while. Stop. They just traded for Matisse Thibel, who can be their defensive stopper. A James Wiseman for GP2 trade would be unbelievable. Straight up? I don't think it'd be straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, if that's if GP2 main... can be tossed into this, that'd be incredible. I would lose my mind. That would be incredible. I'd be um, so happy. Although... That's from uh, Lemon Rang. Okay, here's why, that? here's why that's odd. Here's a, there's an odd idea Sorry. to this. Remember, 
that a piece of what the Warriors are trying to do. Thank you. I got shush for my lemon meringue. I, I thought mean, it was the least worthy of, of a number. Uh, yeah. Not a shush. I think you're. I think you've yeah, aged out. Of, yeah, you've aged out of shushhood. Nobody should shush you. You're in your 50s. Well, this all stems from the morning roast when they had Tim Kawakami. This is before you came in. Yeah. Tim Kawakami in studio. The door is open because the AC's broken, and so our portable unit makes it so the door must be open. Spadoni and I are out there talking about our babies and running material. Oh. Butcher Boy turns off his mic. And in talkback said, hey, you guys need to keep it down out there. Shh. Oh, he shush. See, you he guys. shush me. You guys need to keep it down out there is fine. But then to add in the shush. There was a shushing. Wow. So now there's been a lot of shushing that's gone on. And so I just got shushed for my lemon meringue. And yeah. it was, I, I deserved You're it. You're having a rough day. I was it's, out of bounds. It's not even 11 a.m. The pie guy. shushed twice. And, so, and now he's Joe Shasky. Oh, that's a three. That's I good. liked it. That's good. Nice job, Kyle. I got so, Kyle for a comeback. He's going to go on a roll. Lemon meringue Kyle says GP2 to the Warriors is still a possibility. Well, here's what's weird about that. We mm-hmm. heard a couple of days ago that if the Warriors were going to trade Wiseman, yes, it's about basketball, but it's also about money. So, in other words... If you're going to acquire a lot of money back for James Wiseman, then we know that the money needs to match to a degree, but what would you want? You would want the deal to be expiring. GP2 is very, 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 very not expiring. Right. He's got two more years. year deal that he signed to go to Portland. So this would be this year and two more after that. So you're not going to get a whole lot of luxury tax savings out of that. And as I said, GP2 would probably be the second player that you get in, in return, I would think. Uh, you know, especially if maybe you include Moody and there's another player in there. I would think the Warriors want someone with some size. I would yes. think. Size matters. You think? <laughs> Very good. As we know. I'm, yeah. I'm more interested in a Sadiq Bay Nerlens Noel package. I think Detroit's a Detroit's package might be a little bit more <laughs> substantial in terms of the return. Don't say that again. I mean, GP2, he's making 8.7 next year and a player option the year after for 9.1. If you wanted Gary Payton II for $17 million over the next two years, you would have signed him you yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot has changed since then. At that well, time. Yeah, a true, but are you, are you time, a GP2 away from winning the chip? No, and again, he was replaced by, you know, in theory, his his role was replaced by DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo has Divin. I mean, he's been uh, delectable. He's been well, DiVincenzo, right? Exactly. Um, he... He has been fantastic. He has been GP2+. plus. He's not as good, I guess. He's not as good, but good on the defensive side. He's been way better and more important on the offensive side. GP2 has played 15 games. Right, he's been too. hurt all that year. Too. He so, is back now, though. He played the other night. He's great, played, yeah, and it's great to night. see him. And uh, I love GP2, but uh, that ship has sailed. If you wanted him, you would have signed him in the offseason. Uh, BPA is on now. It says frustrated <laughs> with dubs. Is he frustrated with the dubs, or is he frustrated with dibs? Uh, let's find out. The dubs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's it's, uh, it's BPA. What are you doing? My man. No, I'm not. Of course I'm not frustrated. I'm not frustrated with dibs. Never. Uh, My brother. Frustrated Ever. with uh, Jared. Frustrated with Jerry Jones like a, that's what I'm frustrated with today. And, uh, you know, if, if I see James Wiseman sulking mug on the sidelines for the rest of the year as the Warriors uh, roll into the play-in game, uh, you know, like, makeup's going to be persona non grata amongst the Warriors fan base. That's just, sorry. And you've rode Steph's coattails for 10 years. You absolutely, he's a generational superstar, best player in the history of the franchise. Brought you four titles, made you the most valuable franchise 
in the NBA by a lot. And you owe it to him to do everything possible to try to, you know, put your put your best chips forward. And Sadiq Bay is ain't it. By the way, Sadiq Bay saves Lake up forty five million dollars in luxury taxes with Wiseman. Right? That's not even that's a not that's a salary dump. That's not putting your chips in on the core. And well, if Wiseman's here in seventy two hours if Wiseman's here in seventy two hours, it's not a two time one commitment. It's one timeline and they committed to the kids. None of whom are reliable. Not even Kaminga. Kaminga last night was embarrassingly bad. And I, I like, yes, he has potential. He's not a reliable player in this rotation. He's inconsistent. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he got, I mean, last night, I mean, I think it's over, I mean, Lillard blew by him like 17 times. <laughs> I mean, just like a swinging gate. He's a tough cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, Dave Lillard is, yeah, like, he is Dave Lillard. All these other guys, you look at, you look at Durant and all these guys, LeBron and their organiza- organizations are doing everything possible to put these guys because they're generational superstars. Steph is more of a generational superstar of every other guy except maybe LeBron. And you have seven, unpl- essentially seven unplayable slash unreliable roster spots. That's not what a serious organization that's trying to win a title does. Sorry. Well, yeah, Brian, I, I, Thanks, I, Brian. I, I, I yeah, Brian, let us jump in here. Love you, man. Uh, we, we do have a radio show to host, so I, I like. But thank you for the call. There's a lot in there, and a lot of it is is I, I think very fair and really good. Here, here's here's the thing, though. And he gave us at least three. <laughs> yeah, which was which, his trademark. That's all we're doing. Yeah, we're counting. No, those. it's so great though. Uh, <laughs> anytime that he wants to make a. <laughs> point that just drives it home i don't have a problem i don't have a problem if part of what the warriors do is for salary i don't have a problem with that i know that that's difficult for pr for people because they're oh you're a billionaire you yeah but you got to understand they're they're running a business and the business is what you like so they have to run it in a healthy way in other words don't make it like in your mind if they save money here I feel like a lot of people will go, oh, they're pocketing dollars. No, they're getting ready for next year to keep good players. But they are they are packing in dollars, but I give Joe Lacob at least three or four transactions where he wants to save yeah, because like, he's gone, he's bent over backwards exactly. to spend. So this is where Brian's right. If it is Wiseman for Sadiq Bay only, and he saves all that money. It is a bit of a salary dump, but you know what? Joe Lacob deserves to maybe have a transaction where he saves some money. After the Kelly Oubre $80 million disaster and Joe Lacob spending more than any team in the history of the association, I'm going to give him a pass if he wants to save a little chicken on a deal. Yeah, exactly. Well, this... This team, this team has shown you how they handle the financial side of this. And, and they've shown you every step of the way. And, and the answer is they'll stop at nothing if they think it wins a, a championship. And him riding Steph Curry's coattails felt a little strong to me. Granted, he did buy a team that had a a transitional like decades we've never seen before player but let's generational stuff doesn't do it by himself we watched a right. year with Steph by himself how'd it go how'd it go and Joe was the owner when they did acquire <laughs> Kevin Durant so yeah. I don't know how much credit he gets for that but, but he gets some credit for it I'm not gonna rip the deal before I even know what the deal is let's <laughs> put it that way I will say though when I bring up PR I do think we're also getting to that point 
there is a public relations, and maybe we should call it private relations, part of today. Kevin Durant is on the Suns. Jay Crowder's been moved twice. The Lakers got better. Uh, Kyrie Irving is now on the Dallas Mavericks. How do you go to Steph, Clay, and Dre and be like, so, we did nothing. We just, you guys got this. Like, that's a tough deal. That feels like, and, and I don't know that, hey, we got Sadiq Bay. I don't know that that causes streamers to come out of the rafters. I have no idea. But I think a piece of today is the Warriors probably feel like they got to they gotta do something. They got to right. get involved here. Well, think about it in terms of Steph Clay and Draymond, and I'm just going to put myself in their shoes for a moment and think about what you're talking about. So right now they see everything that's happened over the last 24 to 72 hours. All the moves are flying around. Pew, pew, pew. Stars are flying into the <laughs> West. And you look at your team, and you look at... Jonathan Kaminga, and BPA is right. Kaminga was not good last no, night. No, he's disappeared for and, a few games now. Well, and just the, the inability to catch a pass, and he looked like a rookie. I know he's not a rookie, but you're the core, and you look at Kaminga, who is a project, even though he's playing. You look at Wiseman, who's unplayable, and Moses Moody, whose middle name is missing. Moses missing Moody. And you're looking at all these guys, and you look at all the rest of the West, and you're seeing stars and pieces flying to and fro, and you're thinking, can I get rid of one of these guys who are unplayable and bring in a grown man so we can at least make one last run before Draymond opts out and before this whole thing breaks apart? Bob Myers takes a year off. Draymond opts out. Clay's in his walk year. I mean, what are we doing here? Well, and here's We've got the an thing. hour and nine minutes to go. And I feel like there still is the possibility. I know the Warrior players feel this way. I think all of us fans... Are, are wrestling with this, but it's possible that all they do need to do is tighten the screws. The Warriors don't need to acquire a star. They're drunk with them. They've got plenty of people who have, at least at times, played like stars. And if Steph Curry is healthy here in a couple of weeks, Clay looks fantastic. If Wiggins, if, if, if he reemerges, Right? And, and if Poole can, I don't know, calm down. You know what I mean? They've got plenty of people who can put the ball in the bucket. That's not the issue. I still feel like there is the possibility that it is just tightening of screws, which is A, what the Warriors already do, which is get ready for April. And, and health and motivation all comes uh, in a big way at that time. But then also, is there something helpful? mainly on the defensive side of the ball that can really tighten this thing up. Because you can acquire whoever you want or not acquire it. The bottom line is this. If the Warriors continue to play defense like this, they lose in the first round if they even get there. That's, and that it, they know this. They know this. This defense wins no playoff series. So even though the names you may get back in a trade won't sound sexy, that's what the Warriors need. They don't need sex appeal. They get a ton of it already. So, um, no, 888 You're right. I didn't mean to, to interrupt the phone number, but I'm, I'm thinking about it in terms of what you're saying. Tightening the screws is not enough, in my opinion, because of what you just said, your defense. Last year, you were third in points per game allowed at 105.5. And I know this year... 
Even the number one team in defense is allowing more than that, the Cleveland Cavaliers. But just in ranking, you are 26th in defense in terms of points per game allowed. So for me, it's not just tightening the screws. It's doing what you said at the start of your comment, which is improving the defense. So if you can find a way to trade a non-contributor, and right now you've got about five. Brian and Palo Alto was right in terms of your roster. Your 15th roster spot is empty. Andre Iguodala is in street clothes. You don't play Wiseman. You don't play Moody. That's four spots right there. And then you've got your your PBJs and your Ryan Rollins who both don't play. And then you've got two guys on two-way deals who you're going to have to either sign or lose. Bottom line is you've got room to add people who can help. What kind of help do you need? You don't need shooting. You're the best in basketball in shooting the ball from three. You're a great scoring team, and you've got the best point guard, quote-unquote, in Draymond Green, in my opinion, a guy who was an orchestrator. It's an orchestration sensation. The one thing that you need that you have to find in the next hour and five minutes is defense, defense, which is why I thought Jay Crowder was the piece, and somebody... Went to the bathroom in my Cheerios, and that's yeah. over. <laughs> Literally, right as you were about to deliver it, too. Oh, yeah. um, another, another deal for the Suns. This one, this one is not going to land uh, as much as Kevin Durant, but uh, the Thunder and Suns just struck another deal per Shams. Uh, Thunder sending Darius Basley to the Phoenix Suns for Dario Sarge in a second-round pick. That That's just crazy. came down uh, moments ago. Um, so we are uh, closing in on an hour. Still nothing from the Warriors. But that's what we're watching, and we're taking your phone calls. So those of you, Mike, Zinni, Rich, stay right where you are. We're coming to you. Also, get on the line, 888-957-9570. Is it time for Wiseman and the Warriors to break up? We got one hour to go. Is this the final hour of James Wiseman's Warriors career? Should it be or should it not? And in fact, hold on. Before we go anywhere, do we have breaking news? Oh, baby. Breaking news. I see it. The breaking news is that the Warriors are sending James Wiseman to the Detroit Pistons for Sadiq Bay. That is the framework of the deal that just came down 30 seconds ago. So, uh, just having been around these enough, there could be more names that get thrown into this. But that's all that Woj tweets out right now. James Wiseman to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay. James Wiseman's Warriors career has come to an end. Well, there you go. And it's uh, Sadiq Bay who comes in and immediately is a playable piece. So you go from a non-playable, in the Warriors' opinion... To bringing in a guy, Sadiq Bey, somebody who can come in and play some defense, some good perimeter defense. The Warriors add a depth piece. Now, is this KD to Phoenix? Of course not. It's not Kyrie to Dallas. But as you just mentioned, Mark, this Warrior team is top-heavy, but they're middle weak. So now you go from a guy in James Wiseman who doesn't play, you bring in Sadiq Bey, and you immediately add him to the rotation Does this help you all of a sudden become Western favorites? No, but incrementally, you got better here with this trade. Wiseman to Detroit for Sadiq Bey. I agree with you, and and, and I also also believe... Now, hold on. Do we have more on this? Now Sadiq Bey is is going somewhere else? Okay. I never thought Sadiq Bey would fit here, Mark. Wait a (laughs) minute. The Warriors have acquired Sadiq Bey, and the Warriors have traded Sadiq Bey. That was fast. 
All right, Bay Area. Oh, never mind. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shuffle the deck here and find out exactly where everyone's going. What we do know is that James Wiseman has been traded. We're gonna get all the details. Come back with it. React and get to your phone calls the rest of the way uh, right here on Willard and Dibs. And remember, we're sponsored by the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center. You know when you ask your partner what's wrong and they say nothing? Might be that the Valentine's Day gift you got last year is what's wrong. 75 showrooms in one location this Valentine's Day. Let the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center help you right some wrongs. Visit 888 Street or shop online at sfgcjm.com. Wise on the move. More on that coming up on Willard and Dibs. Sadiq Bay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 